When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Met fellow adventurers, we're back to the adventures of Zoop. Who is in Hawklaw? Now I'm going to the windowless building with the blue door where you access special account options slash features here. So anything that's anything that you any bonuses you get the character. You get them there, and this is kind of, it's the fourth wall breaking zone. Where you can go, you can punch down the fourth wall, and give your character nice prize, nice things. So anyway, since I've, since this is an Adventurer's Guild level account, there are a few nice things you you get that every single character can get for that. For that. Yeah, this is the Adventurous Guild character upgrade bonus. 8AT, and that is a huge deal. Because there is a finite number of ATs in the game. And they're very useful for a lot of things. Most notably by getting the best equipment there is at Tally's Trading Ghost Post, getting direct stat ups at Richelara's Elixirs, and getting your own residence, which links to several adventures, and the Quickstone, which has many, many useful features. So I've got 2048 XP, which is that's pretty much wizard amount of XP I have now by about 10 times as much, and 2000 gold, which so so probably enough that you could probably buy all the, all the stuff in the first town, but it's not going to carry you that far. It's not going to be able to get you the best equipment, but. It'll get you a few upgrades. Um, but there's more. Keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Special experience bonus. Yep, 3,072. Which is also nice. Uh, oh, that's general experience. That's experience you can put. You can use general experience to level up any skill and any power. It's people tend for various reasons. You tend not to keep want to keep a reserve of that just in case you want to level something up. And there are certain bits of equipment you level up with general XP. And so on. And but this now the Dragon Claw Amulet.
Congratulations, Zoop! Magnificent Dranclaw amulet is now among your possessions. You will find it listed under the armor next section of your item list. Let's view it now. We are waiting four stamina points. Four body. Two mind. Two spirit. Two. Is this? This is going to be. This is going to be. This is going to be a neck armor for about one. The first third of the game, perhaps. Depending on what order you do quests in, but it's going, it's going to stay, it's going to stay on you for quite some time. This powerful enchanted amulet, crafted out of the petrified claw of a cloud dragon by the high mage Kiriflof, is an extremely valuable addition to the arsenal of any adventurer. But of course, it doesn't do anything if I don't equip it. Which I did just now. That brings my MR to 51 and my SP to 49. Nice. Now, since we're getting loot, I'll just briefly travel over to Dernstig. Because I heard there's someone who has nice things for me. Visit Ursin's Cottage. Ursuline's small cottage sits on the edge of a weedy pond, a mile or so from the centre of Dursting. Here, he and his wife Tisla have settled down to spend their elder years in quiet comfort. The friendly couple come out to meet you as you approach and usher you into their humble but pleasant abode. Jessela serves you a steaming bowl of porridge, or Ursuline fetches you a mug of paler, fresh from the pot dangling over the fire. You talk at length with Gisela and Issa, telling them all about your latest adventures and listening, sometimes failing interest, as I relate to you many of the recent happenings in and around Dernstig. Here we are, prattling on, and it's nearly slipped my mind, says Ursin, nipping his teeth. I have something for you, Zup. Been saving all this time, and I've just forgotten all about it. Ism steps into a small room at the back of the cottage and reappears a few moments later carrying a small sword and a small cloth bag. Hands both the items to you. You empty the bag in, you, into your hand and surprise it contains a gold ring. A faint white glow emanates from the thick gold black band. The sword appears to be a remarkable weapon. Strange symbols adorn its hilt and it's along a tire length of its blade is a scene Pitting a battle between humans and goblins. Now this is 10 melee waiting. And 5 extra versus goblins. Now, you think, but that adds up to less than my Sword of Souls. So yes, in normal combat, stay with the Sword of Souls. thing is, in scaled combat, it's, it, has a, it doesn't matter how high your melee rating does. Their melee rating goes up to it, but if you have a bonus, it goes. It go, You you do extra damage, which it doesn't catch up for. So the foes can be easy to fight, and that's why you never ever 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 get rid of this item because you will fight a lot of goblins in this game, and a lot of them are going to be scaled. It also gives one agility, one body, and one might. 
Strange symbols adorn the hilt of this magnificent longsword. Next along the entire length of its blade is a scene depicting a battle between humans and goblins. This sword was given to you by Israel, who received it from his old friend Tallis many years ago. This weapon is of magical quality. Now let's view the adventurous wing. Two melee waiting, three stamina points, one luck. This faintly glowing gold band was given to you by Israel, who, ne- who told you never found out its true name. Perhaps not one day you'll discover a purpose for this wing. We'll always called that wing the Adventures Wing, he says. I never found out what its true name was, but I suppose the one I gave it is as good, as good as any. Sword is named Goblin Doom. It's given to me by an old friend of mine many years ago. Tallies was his name. He came into a bit more fame and wealth than I did. But there was a time when he, he and I shared many great ventures together. Those, my friends, are certainly the days I like to remember. This one tells you both the wing and your swords are yours to have. Can't keep holding on to, on to it all forever, he said. It's time that I passed on to a new generation of adventure seeking. seeker. I hope they serve you well, Loop. You again thank Sir Isaac and his wife for hospitality and invite them to take me part of you. Make no mention of it. They're at least serve to protect, see if their person is you, Zoop. Take care of yourself out there. Wave as you leave the cottage and set off on your way. Right now I'm going to equip that wing. Boop. Bit more. I'm now a bit more powerful. Oh, there's this. Oh, that's odd. There's a strange statue standing nearby. The imposing statue, obviously the work of a master sculpture, is in a preface lifetime de- depiction of an armoured warrior. The stone figure, its face consumed by an angular visor of magnificent full helm, clutching the hilt of a heavy sword with both spare-clad hands. You don't recall having previously seen this statue here. Ask around about the statue. He approached a man walking nearby and asked you about the statue. You're somewhat taken aback back when the man tells you he doesn't know what you're talking about. It's at the moment that you suddenly realise you're the only one who sees the statue. Without excusing yourself, the man hoys it away. Now and again, glancing back over his shoulder as he goes. Examine the statue more safely. You're in the midst of examining the statue when you suddenly realise a faint red glow animating from the blade of blade of the stone warrior's sword. Touch the glowing blade. The instant you touch the glowing blade, a red aura leaps from the statue and washes over your hand. A strange tingling sensation works up your arm and through your torso, plus four general XP. As both the sensation and the glow fade, you can't help but wonder the significance of what of what just happened. The statue you've just encountered doesn't belong on Swift, but here it is, all the same. This where it came from, what it's doing here is anyone's guess. In any event, according to reports of other adventures, taking the wet glow from this strange sculpture a total of ten times will earn you a special something, purpose of which remains unknown. According to, to these same adventures, the glow can only be taken once every 24 hours. 
You're taking a glow from a statue just one monster so far. Please note the statue won't remain in the same place for very long. Very likely you'll need to search around for it next time you want to pay it a visit. Yeah, and that that's that's a long that that quest takes a long time to finish it because it is twenty four gap twenty four hour gap between activating the statue and in the end you've got to activate the statue thirty times. So eventually I'll show you what quest what happens when you activate it 10, 20, then finally 30 times. Times, but the other t the, the other times you interact with it, they're the same. They're the same. So that I'm not then you're not gonna hear of them. Let's just assume I am just in the interim I will be I will be getting my statue statue leveled up or whatever when it's convenient. Now back to Hawklaw. Save here. Now what else can I get some some power? No, I'm gonna go to Talinus. And around here is Torthus Training Yard. Seek to train here. Seek to acquire new weaponry skills. Acquire weaponry slashing. Yeah, no, that's it. Uh, weaponry skills. Now with those, you have weaponry in general, which I will learn soon enough. And that, that boosts, boosts your melee weighting for when you're wielding any weapon. And then you also have the sub-skills, which, which boost your melee weighting if you're wielding weapons that use that skill. So you get two bonuses from your weaponry. And then you get the bonus of the weapon itself. So they, they, can, they can add up. It's, it's, it's important that you get the weaponry skill and the weaponry sub-skill for whatever you're using to maximise your MR, which you genuinely want to do. Because the higher your MR, the more foes become, become as easy as they can get. Training sessions proves to be long and difficult, but after several grueling sessions... Broiler's weapons management to part in part to you the basics of the skill. And yeah, this this is the I was in, I'm in the capital city right now, so learn that. Talonus, known as the city of the Griffin, is the capital of the kingdom of Tysa. This ancient walled city stands at the southern end of the Psalm Spit. It's home to King Gwenwald, Tysa's ruling monarch. Due to its location and importance in the affairs of the realm, Talonus and the town's villages that surround it enjoy bustling commerce and a relatively high level of prosperity. Law and order in Tysa's capital city is upheld by Thane Quarwith, one of the kingdom's five thanes. See, I'm going to learn another skill now.
Petwithic, which I previously described to you in two in two in two dozen for one. So I don't. So I don't, you don't need to read the main description. And now, let's see, uh, blade square, buildings at flank, and then crimson's flow and fleckings. Seek to learn. Gibbeth Crimson is not only the is uh, not only a local boy of Fletcher and Furia, but also an expert huntsman. The rules of his small shop were adorned with a lifetime's worth of trophies. He's collected while hunting the wilds of Tusa. His days of hunting now behind him. The greybeard Jerick spent his time making high-quality bows and fletching fine arrows. He also purchased his game that's brought to him by the huntsman to cure the meat and prepare, prepare the hide for sale in the markets of Talos and Jiffic. Jiffic also trains expiring art. Sparring archers in the arse of the bow. Learn skill. Pay 50 gold. Yep, that's definitely worth it. There are many, 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 many checks against archery. Jibbit proves to be an excellent archer for you, and you soon find yourself amazed at his skill with the bow. You train long and hard to acquire the skill of archery. That is a level one. Congratulations, Zoop. You're now proficient in the skill of archery. Zurich slaps you on the shoulder and smiles. No substitute for a good bow in the wild. If you need one, I've got the best right here. Oh yes. And now, now, now I know how to use a bow. Zurich shows you the bows he's made with Seth. They hang on the wall amidst his various hunting trophies. You won't find a better bow around, he says boastfully. Let's sail here. Buy the short bow. That's uh, there are other bows, but this is good enough for pretty much everything. Yeah, and they are short bow. This plain wooden bow is small and light. Its string is in decent shape, so it's able to fire an arrow well enough. Yeah, now, for, fortunately. Apparently, when I learned to do archery, I also learned where to get the arrows. And, I'm, and my character's just doing that himself now. It's just assumed. If, you, if, you, if you've learned to use archery, you learn to get arrows. The game just assumes you have them. There's no, there's no, you never buy. You never buy arrows. You don't spend ages... You don't do a fight and then have to spend 15 minutes looking, looking around for all the hours you spent. Put them back. Put them back or have to constantly buy new ones. It just assumes you have them because I mean, it's not that much fun having to buy arrows all the time. So it's just, it's just assumed. If you're an archer, you know how to get arrows. You know how to make sure you don't run out. You know you know roughly how many you're going to need to bring with you so you don't run out in the middle of the dungeon. And you know how to pick up any ones that that aren't broken or that miss or whatever. You, you did do all that. It's just it's off screen. 
soon to be dealt with because it's not fun. So it's not in the game. Now let the now back to the back to the city gates. Gonna pause for a bit. There's another. Alright, I'm gonna pause for a bit. Well, there's another skill that I want to learn pretty sharpish. But you have to have a random encounter in Twithic, and it only turns up some of the time. So I'm just going to pause until it turns up. Conveniently enough, it turns out it was the very first, first encounter I had. So I, I, I paused for nothing. Deep in the tangled section of forest outside Triffitt, you happen upon a small footpath winding through the dense overgrowth. You follow in the imaginary path for quite a ways until it emerges from the thick of the wood at the edge of the woodland meadow. Suddenly a man's voice rings out to your wife. And turn that direction you see a tall bearded man limp into the clearing, pursued by two warring grey tunnelers. There's a description of these. Grey tunnelers, as they are called, are a fearsome humanoid race that long ago left the surface of to live in underground layers of their own construction. Nearly yeah, twice as large as the largest human, and a skin that covers their thickly muscled torsos is ever in grey. Toddlers have no eyes, but their keen sense of hearing and smell more than make up for their sightlessness. Their three-fingered hands are equipped with, with stone-hard digging claws that are very sharp. Toddlers use these claws as weapons with a great degree of skill. Should you encounter a tunneler, be extremely cautious. Tunnelers will treat any non-tunneler that encroaches upon them as an enemy and will react accordingly. The massive the massive enraged creatures catch up with the fleeing man at the centre of clearing and set upon him with ferocious fury. Ooh, time to be a hero. Rush to the man's aid. The bleaguered man gives an explanation of elated surprise upon catching sight of you. You sweeping across the clearing towards the fray. He's doing a decent job of fending off the savage brutes with his broad-bladed axe, but he starts to show signs of weariness. You were within ten yards of the battle when one of the rough tunnelers turns to face you. The ferocious beast wars angrily and stalks forward to meet your advance. Fight the grey tunneler. Bash. Bash. Savage blow for my weapon. Nearly dead, and it's dead. Ten experience points. The grey tunnels topple over and strike the ground almost simultaneously. One of them quivers for several seconds before becoming skill. still. The man to whose AG rush leans on his broad-bladed axe and laughs. Quite a thing it is to have, have, have two of those on your heels, he says, grinning. Yapping along at just the right time, friend. To whom do I have the pleasure of offering my own sincere thanks? Winter's owes yourself to the man, and he smiles and nods. My name is Brian Bloxong, he says, walking over and meeting you in a shoulder cross. Don't get out into wilds like this much anymore, with the leg lame as it is. 
I suppose there's a fine example of why I consent to sit in my hall and remember days passed by the fire. You're about to bid for a farewell when he suddenly invites you to return to his hall for, for a meal. You don't go around turning down a good meal, do you, Zoop? You should know that I brew the best pears to be found in, in these parts. I harvest the bark myself. So I return to the hall, so I not to. If I had divination, I'd use it. But I don't have divination, so I can't use it. I'm guessing it would would confirm that this is a pretty all-white chap who is perfectly okay to be going home with. Because, I mean, I, I know I know of him from other adventures, and he is, he is an all-white chap. Even if he does keep getting chased by grey tunnelers. Well, I think that's, that might, that's probably a Paolo universe thing. So he's actually only getting chased by grey tunnelers once. Return to Bronze Hall with him. Bronwyn's Wolfland proves to be a most unique setting, unique dwelling. Set into the side of a mossy creek-covered slope, the only portion is home visible from the surrounding forest. There's a set of heavy wooden doors that comprise the only entrance. Several tall stacks of top wood stand on either side of the doors. Bronwyn throws open the doors and ushers you inside. You step into a long and wide wood-panelled chamber, comprises the entirety of the hall. The far end, a wildfire roars in the belly of the grand entrance, casting cosy light off the dark walls that are adorned with, me- with many trophies that Brumman's apparently collected over the years. You're shown to a table near the fire, and within a- an hour your host has laid out something of a small feast. When delicious meal has ended, Brumman fetches you a steaming mug of strong paleo, then lights a long stone pipe and pushes his feet into the direction of the fire. As he smokes his pipe, occasionally blowing smoke over his head in a great white plume, the bearded woodsman launches into account of himself and uses intently as he relates to you some of his many adventurous exploits in the wilds of the world. Bussin tells you that he was once a much-honoured soldier in the Silsian army, but he has long ago gave up his former life for, for the peace and solitude of the forest. He learned that he is a master woodsman who has had many long, for many long years, make a life for himself in the forest floor he himself has built. I dare say it's still better than living behind city walls. He says his tone's almost over. But Nate, make no mistake, Zoop, the forests have become darker places of late. It's not mere chance that sets two tunnelers on a man in broad daylight. No, I think it's something larger than chance. Something darker. Bursting pauses and seems to drift off into deep thought. He suddenly smiles and turns to you. Well, lad, what you got to say for yourself? Borham listens with genuine interest as we account for him your recent adventures. When you have finished, he seems to look upon you with newfound respect. Respect that borders on amazement. Well, whoever said this world was wizard adventurous, he laughs, slapping you on the shoulder. Brockham again goes silent as he smokes his pipe and stares into the fire. When, 
When at last you're ready to leave, Brahim lends you a farewell and warns you to be careful as you traverse the woodlands outside the city. There are dangerous creatures prowling beneath the trees these days, he says honestly. And it's best to remember, not all wield tooth and claw. Brahim tells you, visit him again in his hall any time that he looks forward to seeing you again. He stands, he stands outside the hall in front of his heavy wooden doors and watches you depart. I can come back to this place. Travel. Locations near to Twithick. Bottoms Forest Fall. Forest Forest Hall. A long trek through the forest outside of Twithick takes you to Warrens Hall. Deeper within out section of the wood. Brahim is indeed glad to see you and ushers you into his hillside hall at once. Over on Margaret's being Palo, you give the Master Woodsman a vivid account of your adventures since your last visit. That wouldn't have been very long. It was a very, very short account, that, since I've literally dust came. I just left and then rushed straight back. Well, I think in these, it's not the order you, you do the adventures and the order they happened don't always line up. That's why you can have have two adventures right after each other and apparently months have passed and seasons could just randomly jump about because because the adventures that you do it's just it it's it, it just it's just storytelling you you got you you got a budget of it. He listens with great interest to your narrative and comments there and there, here and there, as you make your mention of various pieces of news you've collected in your travels. Seek to trail with the Master Woodsman. Brohem Loxon is a master woman who has spent much of his time roaming the wilds of the North Broadlands. For 128 experience, Brohem can teach you the skill of woodmanship. And yes, I want that. You travel with the Master Woodsman for nearly three days, following on long excursions through the forest, as he imparts to you the foundation of a skill he has taken him a lifetime to master. When at last you returned him, home with him to his woodland hall, you indeed feel your time has not been misspent. I lost 128 experience points, but I learnt woodmanship at level 10. Having completed your training, you bid Boyum Locks on farewell and set off through the forest towards Twithick. I'm going to save now and think that that's enough for now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.